Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to Anisha Mentions. Today's podcast is about me. Who am I? Because um, it feels good to have someone do a paper on you. Um, The paper was about, write about someone that's persistent. And there was like a list of questions that the person had to ask me. And I, I, did, I had to think about a lot of things, you know, as she was asking me the questions, I had to think, ooh, think about how I want to divert it and um, just a couple of things about, you know, and one of course, one of the main questions was, was when was one of the times you was most persistent? Um, I'm going to say when I realized that I was losing my eyesight, you know what? I had to be around 30 something years old when I went to the doctor. I, I, no, 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 no. I was, I had 30 something years old and I had to get my eyes, um, checked and I, and they realized that my eyes was worse off and I'm like, oh my God. And I got like my first pair of glasses and, um, that's when I realized that I was farsighted. I could see close up, but like my glasses and my contacts was because I was farsighted and it was like something clicked in my head. Like, oh my God, you got to learn as much and do as much as you can while you able to see and able to, you know, do things for yourself. And I would say that's when I became like the most persistent. That's when I became like the hardest worker. Like I always worked, but I took my job and my education more serious. I went back to school and I became very heavy on social media. And of course, you know, I have my different reasons for why I want to be on social media. But um, one of the, my main reasons was for me definitely to like leave a presence behind for my children. And just in my own way, I remember reading an article with one of my children about they never write about the ordinary person unless you're famous so people don't normally get to hear the ordinary um, person side of the story that's just like during the pandemic you know we read about what all the famous people say but you don't really get to hear what the ordinary person have to say about the pandemic how did they live through the pandemic and that was like one of the questions like what was one of my challenges the pandemic was one of my challenges because I worked online. I finished my degree um, online due to the pandemic and it was definitely a struggle because the setup was different because I was used to going inside of a classroom. Not only that, I was um, mothering, adulting, parenting, all of that good stuff and I made it happen. And I didn't truly like complain about it or whatever because I, I looked at everything like it was an experience. So like this what it would be like working from home. You get what I'm saying? This what it would be like um, homeschooling my children. So you know, to me, everything was like a, a, a good experience. One of the things I was able to do during the pandemic was learn to be a motivational speaker. Um, the professor, and I shouldn't be saying um, but the my put the director of the program she would always have me come and speak to the newcoming people about time management how did I manage my time and one of the things that I always talked about was um the people how you have to cut certain things out so I didn't really like go out and hang out I knew that I had to read 
So before I would sit there and read a million articles online, I would sit there and literally tell myself, like, you know, you need to be reading this book. So I would just go ahead and read that book. It, it the me going to school in my 30s took the place of the emptiness you know the spare time is the devil playground it took that space up because when i didn't have anything to do i found something to do i'm one of those type of people like when um i'm gonna find something to do i get over things in life very easy i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i get over things very easy in life i keep moving forward you know i fell but you know it won't really too much phase me because i'm just moving on to the next thing i always got something like broom and going on i was having a conversation with somebody how ad adhd look different in females than in looking males because males are hyper and they jump around and play but young women are chatty you get what i'm saying so that's why it looks different for girls than it looks for males you get what i'm saying for females than it look for males because we more chattier and we more antsy and we fiddle with the paper as far as males they channel they um anxiety they hypeness in the, about jumping around being aggressive fighting with one another so those is just um some of the things that as we having this conversation i'm realizing you know as me and her talking i'm realizing like you know i've came through some things i've i told her about the time where i was sitting in the classroom and the guy tried to break in my house on halloween I don't know who sent him or what was his reason for coming in, but he truly tried to break in my house. And my children was home, and I told them to call the cops because I was trying to make my way home, and I just couldn't drive fast enough that day. Seemed like I was getting stuck by every light that day or whatever. But the cops wound up coming, and they wound up getting the guy. Like, he got caught in the hallway trying to fight the cops. Just all craziness on Halloween. And then the cop gonna make the joke talking about something. He wanted some candy. Ha, 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 I remember, um... My children, my son, I sent him to the laundromat. You know, I'm thinking he's old enough, he's mature, he's been paying attention. So it's what I've been doing so far. That's what I get for assuming. And sent him to the laundromat, thinking he's paying attention. He left the uniforms. By the time we go back, uniforms is gone. Uniforms is gone. Uniforms is gone. I remember I was in paralegal um, studies at Essex County College. And I remember telling the professor that or whatever in the classroom. And a young man, he was trying to give me $100. It was during the holidays and stuff. Bless his soul. But those are some of the hurdles and things like I really had to go through. Um, like I said, I had to not go out a lot of nights, not sit on the phone and gossip a lot of nights. Before I would sit there and do a lot of that, I would read and get my homework and papers done. And don't get me wrong, I could have gave that stuff even more effort. I'm not going to lie because I did a lot of sleeping, but I could have gave it a little bit more effort than what I gave it. But I gave it some effort, you know, but um it just feel good to have somebody write about you. I didn't know I had pushed so much out. I pushed so much of my childhood out. And I was saying to her is because I, I come from a place where we really don't have a culture. You know, um, she remember more of our childhood because it was constantly being talked about, talked about around her. Uh, familiarity was constantly around her. Those places where we went to the doctor on Troop Avenue Clinic, you went there until you until you was grown and probably took your children there too. You get what I'm saying? Me, I moved to New Jersey, so this is my familiarity. I know where from 16 on up where i went to high school and where i went to school and where i shopped at and the things that i utilized 
so you know she was like oh you don't remember this you don't remember that you don't remember this person you don't remember that person and I really don't as like I pushed so much out because I was just not around and I had I, I don't recall you know people telling me these stories she know more about me as a little girl than I remember about me as a little girl so when people ask me who I am I'm just still trying to figure it out too <laughs> I'm just still trying to figure it out too because I pushed so much out past the age of, you know, anything past 16, I was like pushed out. I can remember 16 going up. I think I pushed out some of my 20s too. That's another story, but it just, you know, when she talked about some things that did jog some memories, like, oh, I remember this. I remember that. I vaguely remember this. I vaguely remember that. But it's a blessing for the people who have their great-grandparents and grandparents around, and they cook, they cooking them dishes, and they telling you where the dish originated from, and who started the dish, and who gave it the extra spunk and the spice, and the clothes, and this is what your grandmother used to do. That right there is beautiful to be able to pass down history. You get what I'm saying? To be able to pass them lessons down one thing about an older person they're going to be able to tell you wisdom because they done it before they done it before this is why i think one of the reasons why i'm so wise is because my grandmother raised me and she always you know gave me those type of lessons as far as being a woman and how a woman needs to carry herself those i will say i do recall a lot of those because that made me who i am now i wanted to talk about you know um, me growing up as a kid I went outside but I didn't really like hang outside my grandmother really wasn't a fan of that I went to school and I played with my friends sometimes I don't recall really staying a night at people house or you know going to too many house parties or just hanging at too many family members house like I was in the house with my grandmother she kept a real close eye on me and I didn't understand it then but I understood it when I became a parent and I applied those same techniques to my own children like I kept them close to me they didn't really stay too many nights out at people's house unless they went to Syracuse with their father over the summer. Um, you know, not too many parties, not too many people in my house. You know, I kept it very calm and, and they grew up to be great boys at this point. You know, they're not in the streets. I don't do bail money. They just living really good lives. They making good, responsible choices out here. They ain't no gang members. They just doing good stuff out here. So, you know, I may not got the American dream, so what they think it is, but I will say I appreciate, you know, I appreciate what I got out of them. And I just wanted to talk to y'all this morning. Anisha mentioned, and I mentioned me this morning.